Who gets the most excited about a New Year's countdown? Calendar companies. <laughs> Hello everybody, it's great to be back, and as you can hear, my voice is just a little off. And that's because climate change is in full effect. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was in the 30s for a couple of weeks, and then for the entire Christmas break, it was in the 60s and raining every day. We went from dry cold air up 30 degrees to 60 degrees and 100% humidity, and my sinuses went completely berserk. <laughs> also, because of the humidity, most of my loofahs that were drying out in the garage molded. I only have three left. I started with 14, and I'm now down to three, and majority of them molded within the last week and a half. It was so frustrating and infuriating. Every day I'd go out to the garage and check on them, and I'd find another one with mold on it, and I would just cry on the inside. <laughs> I mean, for real, I get it's just a loofah, at least that's what my husband thinks, but it was a lot of work. I started growing these back in February, I think, so it's been almost a whole year that I started growing these indoors, planted them, took care of them, defended them against weed whackers, then they finally were growing, I was so excited, I harvested them, I've been drying them, I've been rotating them for the last three months, and then literally, there's only a couple weeks left for them to finish drying out and they just got covered in mold. I'm so bummed and mad. However, we are now back to the freezing cold weather. In fact, in two days, it's going to be a high of 14 degrees. <laughs> so hopefully that means these last three loofahs will make it. Enough of the depressing loofah talk. <laughs> Let's move on to some happier things. How was Christmas? I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas holiday season and a fantastic New Year's. In my household, we were finally, after three years, able to get all of the gifts wrapped sustainably. Yay! <laughs> that means every single gift was in a cloth bag, a decorative box, a pillowcase, or even a normal, quote unquote, paper gift bag and tissue paper that was reused from the previous year. Actually, previous years, a lot of those have been around for quite some time now. And last year, we used up the sticker name tags. You know, you'd wrap a present, you'd peel off this little sticker name tag and stick it on to write to and from. So this year I had to make name tags. That was actually quite a really fun adventure. Thank you, Pinterest, again, for helping me entertain my children. I took some cardstock and some paint and put it inside of a salad spinner. That's right, so you cut out the paper in the shape that you want, put it inside the salad spinner. I'd let the kids pick out two or three colors of paint. We'd put a couple drops of liquid paint on it, and then the kids would take turns spinning it in the salad spinner, and the paint, because of the centripetal force, would spread out and make really cool designs. And then once the cardstock pieces dried, or the name tags dried, then I would write their names, you know, each one got a name on it, punched out a hole with a hole punch, which the kids thought that was really fun to use. And after the gifts were wrapped up, then I took the name tags and tied them on to the gifts. And I tied them on with, get this, a spool of hemp <laughs> that was found at work that was going to get thrown away. Nobody, it was a brand new full spool of hemp, like the string, the hemp string looks kind of like twine. A lot of people would make hemp necklaces or hemp bracelets out of it. 
that was a big thing back when I was in junior high and high school. I don't know if that's still a big thing now. It might be making a comeback. Who knows? Everything else is making a comeback like Adidas wear and scrunchies and whatnot. But anyways, I use that to tie it up. So all of our gifts were wrapped completely sustainably and with name tags this year. I was so excited I took a picture and posted it up on the Starting Sustainability Facebook group to share with everyone. You know what else I did during my holiday break? I potty trained my youngest. <laughs> Anybody who's a parent who has gone through potty training knows the um, frustration, stress, and then the celebration when things finally start clicking. He is currently 20 months old. Isn't that crazy? I had him right at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> and I do want to say that I absolutely love cloth diapers because kids can feel when they are wet and potty training does go a little bit smoother, at least in my experience. However, I do have a little bit of anxiety because yesterday he went to daycare. He returned to daycare after taking a week off to do the potty training. And there they have a little tiny flushable toilet. It's just a little bit too big for him, as in his butt is just a little bit too small. So he has to like hold himself up on the little tiny kid flushable toilet. We got to come up with a new solution because I don't want him to be afraid to go to the bathroom. I think that's common for a lot of parents is that you can potty train the kid at home and then once they go to daycare or to another person who's taking care of them all day long, everything is different and I just hope all this hard work doesn't get undone. I'm not going to lie, there are many times that I wish I could be a stay-at-home mom. I just had this past week off of work and hung out with my kids. The three-year-old, he's great. The 20-month-year-old, the 20-month-year-old, the 20-month-old, he changed my mind. <laughs> on Sunday after Christmas, literally the day after Christmas, he was bouncing around on our bed and I was kneeling down on the ground doing something and I looked up so my head is like even with the bed, if that makes sense. And he ran towards me on the mattress and tripped on nothing that I could see and his head completely collided into my head, resulting in a full-on headbutt and we were both crying. That hurt. Headbutts hurt. I don't think I've ever actually been headbutted before. And I played soccer for many years. It hurt so bad. I literally saw stars. And then on Tuesday, only two days later, I was on the couch folding laundry and he was climbing all over me, climbing all over the couch. And at one point he was standing beside me and decided to just go pro wrestler WWE style and belly flopped straight onto me and his head hit my face, smashing my top lip between his forehead and my front tooth and my tooth went through my lip not all the way through but enough to cause some serious damage we both screamed out in pain and blood was everywhere and then of course the phone rang because my parents always have great timing so <laughs> I declined the call I was like now isn't that a good time went straight to the bathroom sink and I was rinsing out my mouth and assessing the damage and while I was in there he bumped my leg and spilled something all over me. So I turned around to look at him, and I guess he felt really bad for beating up mommy. I don't know. But he did actually go pee in the potty all by himself without me telling him to while I was staring in the mirror. And then he was trying to hand me the removable insert from the potty so that way I could dump it down the toilet, and instead it went all down my leg. It did take a bloody lip, but hey, at least he went potty all by himself for the first time. That was kind of cool. After these two events, I was then very cautious of his head coming near my head for the rest of the week. And then on Saturday, that would be New Year's Day, so only four days later, <laughs> my lip was much better, by the way. In my family, we all go to the in-laws and do that for Christmas, and then we all come together to celebrate New Year's, and that's when we do our Christmas gift exchange. 
We're all at my sister Michelle's house, and we're actually playing a game where we had to write things down. We're all sitting in a big circle, and I'm on the floor, sitting cross-legged, looking down at my paper, writing, and all of a sudden, crack! Right on my head! Searing pain! Once again! This time, it turned out he got a pool ball from the pool table and hit me right on my head with it, like they do in the movies! Oh my gosh, (laughs) I am so glad to be back at work because if I would have stayed home with my kiddo, just the younger one, for one more wink, I think I would have been hospitalized. So if anybody has any tips for how to change such a violent child into a more passive one, please, please, please reach out to me and let me know. Other than the injuries I endured, I really did enjoy my time off to focus on my family. In fact, I've been delaying sharing this But as you know, I have shared previously that I do produce this podcast during my lunch breaks. But over the last few months, we reopened the cafes and I only get maybe one to two lunch breaks a week. And this means now I have to finish up the weekly episode during family time and on the weekend. And prior to COVID, I did an episode every other week. Then once COVID hit, I had a second baby. And when I did return to work, I was reduced hours and had more time off during the day to focus on the podcast and family activities. And I was able to up my podcast game to every single week. Then in January 2021, I returned to work full time, but work was slow. And also I was able to work ahead quite a bit. So I actually had about 20 to 25 episodes worked up in advance. All the research was done. The main content was kind of figured out and laid out. And this past August, we reopened the cafes Currently, five out of six have been reopened, and since then, it has been a struggle to get a weekly episode out, and I have been heavily relying on my bank of already researched episode material, and now I'm out. I am now out of backup episodes, back to working a full-time, busy job with two very young children at home who need me to do everything for them, like pour their milk, cook their dinner, do their laundry, change their bedsheets, vacuum their rooms. (laughs) find their shoes, put on their shoes. They took their shoes off. So now I got to go find them again. You get my, (laughs) you get what I'm talking about. I absolutely love creating this podcast, but for the past few months, it has been stressful and not fun anymore. Therefore, I have made the difficult decision to slow it down and go back to doing episodes every other week. That way I still enjoy creating the podcast, but I don't have to stress about a weekly deadline or guilt of not spending enough time with my family. I want to thank you so much for understanding this decision, and I hope that you continue to listen and remember to listen to me every other week going forward. Now, as I have done previously, the first episode of the year is the bucket list review. What is a bucket list, and why do I do bucket lists? Because every other person does a New Year's resolution. Well, here's the thing about New Year's resolutions. Nobody sticks to them. (laughs) And if you do, I think you're one of like, I don't know, 3% who does. (laughs) So I kind of changed it around. And that's where this bucket list came from. Because now, instead of trying to carry out this restriction or resolution all year long, and a year is a long time, now it has changed to a short list of goals that you have all year to accomplish. And once you've accomplished it, you're done. You don't have to keep maintaining it. I think that's where it gets really hard is the maintaining of the resolution. And that's why bucket lists work a lot better for me. I've done both. I've done resolutions and I definitely like the bucket list a lot better. I've pulled up the list on my phone. 
for my 2021 bucket list. And we're just going to start at the top and work our way down and see how successful I was. <laughs> the first item that I have on my list is to go foraging which I did not, <laughs> but I did get three books on foraging and I took a couple of classes on foraging. I feel like I have the knowledge to go foraging. By the time I got around to it, it was the fall. So by the time I got the information and felt comfortable for doing it, then we started getting the rainy crummy weather and it wasn't fun to go out hiking and go foraging anymore. However, I am set, prepped and ready so I can go foraging in the springtime. The second item was to find a bulk store to go grocery shopping in, which has proven to be very difficult because in 2020, all of the bulk things, all the bulk sections in stores or the bulk stores themselves like pivoted and had to change it to where you could not do self-service bulk items anymore because of the coronavirus. So I was unsuccessful at finding a bulk grocery store near me. I will continue to keep my eyes open and hopefully I can find one. The next one was to find a sustainable form of employment. Now, this was frustrating <laughs> because the reason I put that on there was the last quarter of 2020, I put together an entire composting program, like a curbside composting program, because my city does not offer that. And I really wanted it. And so I worked with the Indiana Small Business Association. I worked with them and I wrote up a plan and everything on how I was going to do this because I was reduced hours, reduced income. And I was like, great, this will be a nice little side hustle. I will find people who want to do curbside compost. I will drive around and pick up their compost. I will deliver it to the composting site and they will pay me for the fees involved in that. And I'm saving the earth. I'm making a little bit of side money. This is gonna be great because it's helping me along further in my sustainable journey and being more involved in the sustainable lifestyle. And then in January, <laughs> 2021, I got my full-time job back with full-time hours, which is great, but then I couldn't compost because the facility was an hour away and they were open eight to five and I had to work eight to five. So then I could only do it on the weekends and then I just did it for myself because it was too hard to coordinate doing that every single Saturday. Like they were only open on Saturdays until noon and it was too hard for me to coordinate going around, picking everything up and going up there and dedicating every Saturday to that, especially in the summertime when you wanna go out and do fun things on the weekends. So that one did not come through. However, where I work, I am the sustainability coordinator and I have this past year been able to really amp up my sustainability role here at the workplace. So I guess you could say that I did technically find a sustainable form of employment. I wanted to get involved in sustainability more than what I was and even though I couldn't do it on the side, I was able to do it here at work where I currently am and really step up the game. So I'm happy about that. The next item was to embrace minimalism. And I'm laughing because I, I feel like I put in a darn good effort and you walk around my house and it does not look like it at all. <laughs> but I went through my kids' clothes and my clothes, all of the kids' toys, our junk drawer, and I did all this twice. Twice I've gone through everything and narrowed it down. I had a whole entire spare bedroom that was full of storage and I went through and knocked out a lot of things there. Went through the kitchen and removed a lot of gadgets that we had never used. I even separated out our dishes. That means there's only four of each item. Four cups, four plates, four bowls, four of everything. Because <laughs> because now you don't have a mound building up in your sink. If it's dirty, guess what? You have to wash it. You can't just go get another one and make the mound bigger. I went through all of our entertainment shelves, went through the movies, the DVDs, board games, books. Again, I did all of that twice. And the problem is 
we just keep getting things. It's not even us going out and buying them. It's people giving us things like, oh, you have kids, here's more clothes. Oh, you have kids, here's more toys. Oh, you have kids, here's more stuff, stuff and stuff. And my family is really bad at this. They're like, we don't want it. We're going to give it to Kaylin <laughs> because she's a pushover and can't say no. So I will like visit my family and come home with tubs, storage tubs, multiple. Every single time I go visit them, I get more stuff to go through. It's insane. So that's why I'm laughing. Like I did, I went through and got rid of a lot of things. A lot of it was donated. A lot of it was given away for free. I even had a free garage sale and got rid of like seven tubs worth of stuff. And my house is still completely cluttered with a bunch of knickknacks and items of every sort. Back to the list. <laughs> the next item was to compost, which I did. I did compost this year and I'm happy about that. So even though I wasn't able to start a composting system in the town of Franklin, I at least was able to compost myself and made trips up to the compost facility. And now that the facility closed back in September, I am starting composting in my backyard. And I don't know if I'm doing it right or not. It's only been a few months and I'm just kind of winging it. I also wanted to do a sustainable board game and I remember checking in about halfway through the year and I don't remember why I put that down. I definitely had ideas, but didn't write down my ideas and have gotten nowhere on that. <laughs> Did not do that at all. And a relationship builder with my husband is on here. And previously we did living room dance lessons. We bought a subscription to Show Her Off, which was a YouTube channel. And we got access to all of the dance lessons and we did living room dance lessons. The kids would go to bed and on I don't know, maybe one to two nights a week, we would stay up a little bit later and learn how to dance together. And that was really cool. We did that in 2020. So for 2021, I wanted a relationship builder, but I didn't know what it was going to be. And honestly, the last quarter of the year, if you've been following along, which I know you have, there was not one, but two episodes that Channing came on to the podcast and did with me. And that was a very nice relationship builder because he was able to see my point of view on this podcast and the amount of work that I do for it and the satisfaction and the gratitude and happiness that it brings me. And he was able to do it and he had fun with it. The episodes that he joined in on, those were his ideas, the topics were, and he did research and he was well prepared and he took it seriously and it definitely made me love him a lot more. <laughs> and then the very last item, was baby number three question mark. And at this moment in time, we have been trying and it has not happened yet. So that will just now get moved to 2022. There were a lot of items that I accomplished this past year that were not on my list, but I was darn proud of. So they went on the list anyways. <laughs> so these were add-ons. I learned how to can. <laughs> I didn't grow very much in my garden, but I learned how to can. And so I was able to can homemade vegetable stock and chicken stock and homemade barbecue sauce. So that was really cool. I was able to grow one loofah plant and got a lot of loofahs. <laughs> There's only three left, but that's a sore subject, but I was able to do it. I was able to control our food waste. I took lessons from Living Zero Waste, the 80-20 way by Stephanie Miller, and we do menu planning. We plan out our menu every single week, and then we shop in our house for the ingredients, and whatever we don't have, we then go to the grocery store and buy just those ingredients. And I do refrigeration audits, 
and I do audits in my cupboards and I find items, oh, this is about to expire. This needs to get cooked up soon. That's now going to be our lunch or that's now going to go onto the next menu that we are planning. And I have noticed a significant reduction in food waste as well as a much tighter grocery budget. We're not overdoing it anymore. We are sticking to our grocery budget, which has been really awesome. Not sustainably related at all, but I got both kids at the same daycare and that was a four month headache. I don't remember how much of that I've shared on the podcast, but it has been a nightmare trying to find daycare for both kids at the same location. At one point, they were on the waiting list for every single daycare facility within a 40 mile range. (laughs) They finally got in together at the same place. So that was really, really awesome. And I did host a zero waste Thanksgiving celebration of Friendsgiving, which went really, really well. Previously, I had done swap parties However, because of COVID, that didn't happen in 2020, and it didn't happen in 2021, so I substituted that out with the free garage sale that I talked about just a little bit ago, which, (laughs) if you missed it, it's literally a garage sale, but everything's free. So it's a low-stress garage sale, because half the stress is trying to find all the stuff, sort it, price it, label everything, making it display really nice, but when it's free, just throw it on a table. I had a couple tables out at the end of the driveway, and I had a tarp (laughs) on the driveway because I didn't have enough tables. And I just threw everything out there in piles. I kind of sorted it a little bit, but I just wrote free. I just had these signs up that said free. I didn't have to man it. I didn't have to worry about anybody stealing anything. And it all disappeared at the end of the day. It was awesome. (laughs) I, for work, took and passed an OSHA 30 class and a HACCP 16. So those are both safety-related certifications that I'm very proud of. And Channing, my husband, for years, but really hard this past year, all year long, studied every day. He took, and we just got the results last week. He passed his journeyman electrician's exam. So yay, congratulations to Channing. And that's how I did this past year, which is pretty awesome. I didn't accomplish everything. Nope, not at all. I accomplished a lot. I accomplished a lot of things that weren't even on my list. And the things that didn't happen, they're just going to move on to 2022. So I want to share my 2022 list with you because by doing so, it helps me uh, stick to it. (laughs) I got to practice what I preach, right? So at the top of the list for 2022, baby number three, (laughs) we're still working on it. Hopefully it happens. Baby number three. The second item is to start a green team at my church. And I learned about the church green teams when I read the Eco Bible by Rabbi Yonatan Nerol. And I learned about it, but I kind of forgot about it, especially since church was shut down for so long. Now that church is open again and we are going regularly, I'm going to add that to my 2022 bucket list. The next item on my 2022 bucket list is a new vehicle. (laughs) Now, before you get jumpy on me, I still agree. If you have a car, keep it as long as you possibly can. Repair it. Run that sucker down into the ground. However, in my situation, if and when we have a third child... There is not enough space for a third car seat because I have a Nissan Rogue and there's only two spots for car seats. And kids nowadays have to be in car seats or booster seats like until they're eight or nine years old. It's insane. (laughs) I mean, it's super safe. I respect it. But at the same time, that means I now have to get another car in order to fit in a third car seat. So I don't need brand new, but a new to me vehicle. And I would really like an eco one or an electric one would be really awesome. So we'll just have to wait and see if I can find a good deal on that right now. Cars are insanely, outrageously overpriced. Hopefully that calms down. (laughs) The next item on my list, if you've been following me on the Starting Sustainability Facebook group, 
It was to make homemade birthday decorations because last September it was my birthday and our decorations were oh so sad. They all came from the Dollar Tree a few years ago, so they've been used quite a few times, but they're looking really, really sad. And I decided I really need to get some sustainable birthday decorations. And I hunted, I went to a lot of stores and I looked and and I got some excellent recommendations from the listeners. There are a lot of places on Etsy, but I just felt the need to make it myself. I, I love doing crafts. I really do. I, I used to do craft fairs. I would make a ton of crafts and sell them at craft fairs. And then I had kids. <laughs> so now my time for crafts has gone down quite a bit. And anytime that I pull out craft supplies, immediately kids want to help, which means they just make it very stressful and a big mess and I don't get anything accomplished. So I really don't do crafts too often anymore, but that was one that I wanted to make priority. I can make my own happy birthday decorations. So I actually, this past week, I did make a birthday banner and I was able to accomplish that over three days while my kids were napping. I could only do it during nap time, but I was able to do it. And up next is the hats. I still need to make birthday hats, but I'm already like halfway done with that one. (laughs) And it's only, I'm recording this right now on January 4th and I'm already halfway done. So that one's off to a really great start. The next item on my list is no more than five brand new clothing items for myself or for each kid for the whole year. Now that's brand new because my kids are going to grow and they're going to need new clothes and that's okay. We're just going to get them all secondhand. So no more than five. The reason that I gave myself a five item, a five brand new item wiggle room was because there are some things that are really hard to find used like underwear, socks, bras, shoes, swimsuits. These are the items that are kind of questionable used, actually. That's my opinion. Teach their own. But for me, I kind of want those items brand new. It's it's also very hard to find them gently used, I should say. (laughs) And I honestly think that I did this this past year because I was sitting there reflecting and I was like, I don't think that I bought myself or the kids brand new items very much. I just didn't track it. And so this year I'm going to track it and see if we can keep a limit of five items or less. I'm very confident that we can do it. A repeat would be the relationship builder with my husband. No idea what it's going to be for 2022, but I really like keeping that one on there. I think that's a ton of fun. I also want to host a swap party, an in-person swap party. Now that COVID is... I say dying down. I mean, it's ramping up with all these different variants, but more and more people are getting vaccinated. More and more people are getting more comfortable wearing masks, staying distance and whatnot. And I think it would be okay to host a small swap party at some point in time this year. Springtime foraging is on my list. Heck yes, I'm set and ready to go. (laughs) I'm going to do that this spring. I'm very excited. The countdown has begun. I also did a garden this past year. And I successfully grew lettuce and some tomatoes. And now I want to do more than that. So I want to expand my garden. That's what I've put on here. I also want to do a family outing each month. So once a month, we are going to do a family outing, all of us together, go someplace new, explore whatever it may be. I don't know what's going to be. It's going to change, but we're going to do some kind of family outing each month. That's dead, like the whole day dedicated to it. Like a family date day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the house, I've done house repairs like on the 2020-2019 list. There wasn't any on the 2021 list, but for 2022, we need new carpets. These carpets were very old and questionable when we moved into the house. And now that we've been there for four years with animals and kids, they are disgusting. And I'm going to replace them. I don't know if I'm going to do it with carpet or with a different type of flooring. I have to do the research still. So I don't know what that entails, but we're going to do our best to be as sustainable as possible. 
Channing, I asked him what he wanted to do, if he wanted to add anything to this list. And now he is very gung-ho on becoming a master's electrician. So he's going to study up this year for that exam and take it and hopefully pass. And the last item that I have on my bucket list for 2022, which I'm really excited about, is to create an audiobook or an audio class. Believe it or not, about six months ago, I received an email asking me to do that. And I thought, that's a great idea. I can totally do that. And I drafted it up. I have 20 different chapters, lessons, ready to go, written them out, and I've recorded like seven. I need to go back and edit those seven. I also need to finish recording the rest. So I want to finish this audiobook slash audio class. I'm not really sure how, how it's going to come out. But that's my goal. I think that would be really, and it's all about, sorry, <laughs> the audiobook is all sustainable stuff. So it's kind of like a super short, condensed version of this podcast. <laughs> like I said, I've been doing this bucket list concept for, I guess, four years now, 2019, 2021, and now 22. So for four years, I've been doing it. And it is cool because I save them. They're all saved in my notes in my phone. And when I go back and I look at 2019 and 2020, some items did not get accomplished. And then I decided it wasn't top priority, so it did not make it to the following year's list. But now that I'm getting set up for 2022, I looked back on the old list for inspiration. And I was like, you know, they did not get accomplished that year or even the next year. But a lot of these have been accomplished. And they just weren't top priority, but they've been accomplished, which is really cool. So your challenge for the week is to make a bucket list for 2022 for yourself. Surprise! <laughs> I'm sure you all saw that one coming. But yeah, you can totally do it. Just make a bucket list, things that you want to do. You can steal my ideas. You can create your own. It doesn't have to all be sustainable things. It can be whatever you want. It's your list. And it definitely does not have to be as long and extensive as my list. It can be one, two, three items. It can be 35 items if you want. I don't care. <laughs> I do care. It's your list. You do what works for you next show I almost said next week <laughs> so two weeks from now the next show will be a get started guide how to start being sustainable if that is on your new year's resolution or your new year's bucket list come back then or have others join in two weeks from now that way <laughs> especially if they're brand new to sustainability that way they get the three simple step guide on how to get started being sustainable. New year, new you, new beginning, new ways to be sustainable. Continue to have a wonderful, happy, healthy, sustainable new year. And I will talk to you all next time. Have a great one. Bye.